Good morning, my friend. It is 4.15 in the morning on 15 August 2021. We are all in for August, and I am beside myself. Um, I'm, I'm remiss for having not thought of doing this earlier, but if you have already listened to the episode I released yesterday, which was 78 of Season 2, um, then you've heard Tommy Walker, my friend and worship leader and world-renowned song leader, songwriter and worship leader, um, and his daughter Eileen, who is an amazing young musician, songwriter, worship leader in her own right, um, talk to us about how to find God's voice again, how to hear him and the loudness and the, the, the deafness that pain and, and difficult things in life bring to us. And Eileen told a beautiful story of how she wrote this song, What Do You Say, after the, the tragic death of her friend and the just busyness and strife of COVID-19 and school and all the things she was going through. And, and she finally heard God say what he says in those moments for us. And he says, you know what? I'm the God who's close to you when you're brokenhearted. I'm, I'm right there. I'm always there. That's what he says. He, all these lies that life puts on us um, are not what God says. And so we had a great conversation, but I'm just, I'm just kicking myself because it dawned on me this morning when I got up that, you know, a little over a year ago, I spoke to Tommy the first time on the podcast back on season one, I think it was episode 41, uh, in March or so of 2020, Tommy and I got together on the podcast and had a great talk about his song, He Knows My Name, which is an original song that Tommy wrote years ago um, after he met a little boy in the Philippines in an orphanage who who just needed to know that somebody knew his name. And Tommy wrote this amazing song, He Knows My Name, that now everybody in the world has sung in their church at one point probably. Um, And and we had a wonderful conversation, and I just wish I had brought that out before just so I could reintroduce you to Tommy. But I thought, you know what? I'm going to do it today. This episode's been back behind the patron wall for a long time, only available for the patrons of the podcast. Um, And there's there's over 100 episodes that are only available for patrons, for supporters of the podcast. So if you want access to some of those, patron.podbean.com slash Warren. Patron.podbean.com slash Dr. Lee Warren and the patrons get all kinds of transcripts and special episodes and all kinds of things. But but this episode, I think you need it to go along with the episode with Tommy and Eileen. So I'm going to bring it out and put it back out there. I'll let it stand as is, except I'm going to change the outro at the end because it's got the, the links to the prayer wall and all those things in it. So other than this introduction and the different extra uh, going out at the end, um, this episode is, is as it was when it played um, over a year ago. Uh, but take a little little time to let Tommy tell you how important it is to know and believe and to soak in the, the merit of the fact that you have a God who knows your name. You have a God who loves you and cares about you. And no matter how loud life gets, no matter how painful or how dark or how difficult the days are, or even just sometimes the ordinariness of the days, you just need to remember that you're known, you're seen. You're not just striving away, toiling away. You know, you're not just out there doing your thing. God knows where you are, what you're doing, who you are. He knows your name and he loves you. And Tommy took us through that. And he also, just as a special gift, he recorded a special version, just him and an acoustic guitar, a special version of He Knows My Name just for the Dr. Lee Warren podcast. Like nobody else in the world gets to hear this version except you. And Tommy did that out of the just grace of his heart, um, took the time to do that for us. Um, 
the song had some licensing issues around us. We couldn't play the recorded version. I've got the licenses now, so I can play it now. But back then, um, he just took the time and did it, and it's amazing. So sit back for a little while, it's half an hour or so, and let Tommy Walker minister to you, as he's done for hundreds of thousands of people all around the world for 30 years of his amazing career. And then go back and listen to Tommy and Eileen and hear how the daughter has followed the father into worship and it's also um, kind of a wonderful thing when the scripture says train up a child in the way they should go and when they're old they won't depart from it well tommy and his wife robin raised their kids in the word and in the power of worship and now they're all serving in the church in different ways and uh, it's just amazing to hear Eileen talk about the culture of their family and and how worship is such an integral part of who they are and and uh I just wanted to bring this back, so it's kind of a companion to yesterday's episode. Tommy Walker, he knows my name, and I just I want you to start understanding that. God does know your name. He does love you. He knows exactly who you are and what you're going through, and he knows that you need to start today. Hey, my friend. I am really uh, excited about this episode. I, I hope you're doing well and that you're holding up through the pandemic and all of that. Um, I've been thinking a lot lately about how lonely and isolated we all are right now. And so um, I reached out to a Christian songwriter and worship leader named Tommy Walker. And you might not have heard of Tommy, um, but let me, t- let me tell you a little bit about Tommy Walker. Tommy Walker is a worship leader, singer, songwriter, speaker, author. He served uh, at his home church, the Christian Assembly in Los Angeles, for over 25 years. He's written over 200 songs that are licensed and tracked by the Christian songwriting organization CCLI. And his songs are sung in churches around the world every week. There's some songs that have achieved some commercial success that you may have heard of. Uh, He knows my name. That's why we praise him. These things are true of you. Only a God like you. I have a hope. Bunch of songs that have have been pretty popular um, and played on the radio, etc. He's recorded worship uh, music albums and singles for Maranatha Music and Integrity Music, Brentwood, and Lifeway Worship. And every week around the world, choirs and churches are singing his songs. Tommy Walker's songs have been recorded uh, by lots of other artists, including Paul Balash, who was just on my show a few weeks ago, Uh, Ron Cannoli, Don Moen, Crystal Lewis, Alvin Slaughter, many others, uh, Israel Houghton, have recorded Tommy Walker's songs. He's had the privilege of leading worship with uh, Christian leaders like Franklin Graham, Rick Warren, Jack Hayford. Joni Erickson Tata, Greg Laurie. He's held worship concerts and mercy ministry outreaches in more than 20 countries. Tommy graduated from Christ for the Nation's Bible Institute with an associate's degree in practical theology. He has a degree in jazz and fusion guitar from the Musicians Institute. That's a big deal. Uh, He received an honorary doctorate of divinity from uh, Life Pacific College and an honorary doctorate of music arts from Shepherd University. He's been nominated for a Dove Award, and he's uh, just been contributing songs to the church and serving in the local church his whole life. Tommy and his wife Robin live in the Los Angeles area, and they have four children, and he's just a great guy. But the reason I reached out to Tommy was not because um, he's a famous worship leader or any of those things. I reached out to him um, for one specific reason, and, and before we got started with our conversation, he said, hey, how come you want to talk to me? I'm, you know, I'm just a worship leader. Why do you want me on your Neuroscience Meets Faith podcast? And, and before I told him the, the answer, I told him two stories about why I felt connected to him. The first one was um, back, so as a little background for me, I was raised in a, a 
Protestant denomination, um, and basically we had a, a belief, that a very narrow set of doctrinal positions, and we felt like if you didn't agree with us on those doctrinal positions, then you weren't saved. So we had this sort of very narrow uh, view that we were the only ones that had figured out the formula to get to heaven. And, you know, to be fair, as I've talked about with other guests on the show, um, we're not, we weren't the only branch that felt that way, of course. You know, a lot of uh, churches and denominations and religions in general think that they're the only ones who have it figured out. But I grew up in that uh, and had this very strong notion and I went to a Promise Keepers event, sort of almost against my will, <laughs> with some friends uh, in Pittsburgh. Then the event was held in Washington, D.C., and I can't remember if it was 1997 or 8 or 9, but in that era, and there was a, an event called Million Man March, where 1.2 million men went to this event in Washington, D.C., on the mall. And during that, um, Tommy Walker played a song. He walked out on the stage and with an acoustic guitar and played a song called These Things Are True of You. And an unusual thing happened to me in my heart while I was hearing that song, because the lyrics are talking about God's character. Uh, they're listing attributes of God, and it goes, unshakable, immovable, faithful and true, full of wisdom, strength and beauty. These things are true of you. Patient, compassionate, compassionate. righteousness shines through in all you do, yet you're so humble, you laid down your life. These things are true of you. And as I heard Tommy sing those words, I felt like the Lord said to me, you know, he can't know those things about me unless he knows me. And for the first time in my life, I, I recognized that the teaching I had grown up with was incorrect, that we couldn't, our little branch couldn't be the only ones who uh, understood and knew who Christ was, and therefore we couldn't be the only ones who were saved. And that really was a big deal in my personal theology and my personal life and led to a lot of understanding of grace and mercy and, and a lot more understanding of who Jesus really is. And then the, the other story that I told Tommy was when I was in Iraq, you know, I was in the war and doing combat brain surgery and getting mortared every day. We had a little worship team, and as I told Paul Velosh, we played a frequently played a medley of Tommy Walker's song called When All Is Said and Done. And Paul Belash's song, Above All. So Tommy's song goes, um, When all is said and done and everyone is gone, Lord, you're really all I want. When the best this world has just leaves me feeling numb, Lord, you're really all I want. All that I long for, all that I hope for, is just that sense of you coming near. All that my heart is hungry to have is just one more touch from your loving hand. When all is said and done, Lord, you're all I want. And then we would merge that into, Above All Powers, above all thrones, above all kingdoms this world has ever known. You know, Tom, uh, Paul Belash's song. It was a great worship moment. But one of the things that happened while we were in Iraq is during those days, uh, it wasn't easy to find um, chord charts for worship songs. You, you had to pay for them. And we were over there in the war, didn't have any access to charts, and we were wanting to sing some different songs. So just as a whim, I sent an email to Tommy's ministry in Los Angeles, um, and I didn't know if he got the email or who got it for him, uh, and I just asked him if there was any way we could get some of his songs uh, charts so we could teach the band how to play these songs, because his, his music is pretty complex musically, it's not easy to figure out some of the chords he uses. And they sent us a whole package of CDs and chord charts and songs and, and all of that for free just to support our work in, in the war. Um, 
and I didn't even know if Tommy ever had even known about that. But so I told him those two stories, and you know, he was he was happy um, to understand how I was connected to him. But then I told him that the main reason why I wanted to talk to him, and that's why he agreed to be on the podcast. And here it is: right now, all of us are feeling alone. It's easy to feel forgotten. We're isolated. And some of us are feeling really lonely, and some people are even maybe feeling forgotten, like nobody's thinking about them, especially elderly people or shut-ins or people in nursing homes. They might feel pretty alone and forgotten right now. And Tommy Walker has a story about an orphan boy that he met, and that boy just, it, it was so important to him to make sure that Tommy knew his name. He just wanted to know that somebody out there knew his name. And the story of that song that Tommy wrote about that encounter I think will help you and me remember that no matter how lonely we feel, God knows our name. He's always with us. And so I thought, you know, it would be so great to have Tommy on the show, tell us a little bit about his life and get to know him, but also to hear him tell in his own words the story of how he came to write the song, He Knows Your Name. And we're going to get to know Tommy Walker today, and as a very special treat, he recorded uh, just with an acoustic guitar, a version of the song "He Knows Our Name." He knows my name, just for you, just for the listeners of the Doctor Lee Warren podcast today. We have a special performance of "He Knows My Name" by Tommy Walker himself. We're going to get to know Tommy today, and as always, we're going to start today. Hey, friend! I'm really glad to have you listening today. I'm Doctor Lee Warren. I live in Wyoming, in the United States of America, with my beautiful and incredible wife, Lisa Warren. I'm a neurosurgeon and an author, and I'm here to help you harness neuroscience, the power of your brain, faith, the power of your spirit, and good old common sense to help you lead a healthier, better, happier life. Listen, friend, you can't change your life until you change your mind, and we're here to help you learn the art of self-brain surgery to get that done. You can get the show notes and more on my website at wwarnmb.com, and if you like the show, please subscribe so you never miss an episode. We're in 70 countries and all 50 states every week, and they learn, new people learn about the show when you share it with them. Check out my website, wleewarnmd.com, and sign up for the newsletter. This is the Dr. Lee Warren Podcast, where we're changing our minds so we can change our lives. we got Tommy Walker with us today, so let's get after it. Hey, um, before we get started, Tommy, would you pray for us? I'd love to. Great. Lord, um, what an honor to, <laughs> I'm just uh, in awe of, of your family, the body of Christ, that yeah. a neurosurgeon and a guitar player have you in common, so deeply in common, Lord, and, and just do pray that you said you'd bring your blessing where we live and dwell in unity, pray, pray that you bestow that blessing. On us, Lord, just guide our thoughts and our words that somebody would be drawn closer to you through this um, this simple recording, Lord. We're so grateful to be yours. And God, we, with just reverent, trembling gratefulness, we thank you on this Good Friday morning mm. for the cross and for dying, not just for the world, but for us so that we could be free today. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Tommy. Uh, friends, we're uh, we're here, and I'm I'm really excited um, to have on my podcast today a, a worship leader and, and a songwriter that I've been following and, and uh, singing his songs for uh, I guess 25 years. Uh, Tommy Walker's with us today. Tommy, thanks for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor. I've 
I've never been a, on a neurosurgeon's uh, podcast before. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know how many of us are podcasting out there, but, um, you know, my, my whole thing, uh, the reason I started podcasting is, uh, back, back in 2013, we, we lost one of our children, uh, Mitch, my son. Um, and in the aftermath of that journaling and then subsequently writing and blogging and, and all of that is a way to kind of work through. And we connected with, uh, hurting people all over the world. And, um, it just occurred to me that, you know, you, if you're going to live and, and have hope again, you, at some point you've got to move and, and start doing something. So I started, um, writing and podcasting and it turned out to be the kind of healing thing for us to connect with people all over the world. And now this, um, this little ministry that we started in 2014 is, uh, people in 71 countries listened to it last week. And so it's wow. kind of cool how it just gets out there, you know? Um, but I reached out to you, um, I told you before, and I'll mix that into this part of the show, but I told you why I reached out to you, but I, I just, uh, have for a long time wanted to have an opportunity to speak to you. And, um, I'm really, uh, thankful that you took the time to be with us today. I, I'm telling you, I, I just think it's the most beautiful thing that a neurosurgeon and a guitar player, worship leader have in common our Lord. That's right. <laughs> and Christian faith and, um, and that uh, the bonds and, of his spirit are deep and I'm grateful for it. That's right. Me too. Hey, tell us, uh, tell us your story. How did you, uh, how did you become a worship leader? And, and uh, tell us a little bit about your journey. Uh, yeah, I was brought up in a Christian home. And um, when I, when I was 11 years old in the midst of a worship service, I, I just sensed the presence of God for the first time and, and, um, since just a sense of calling on my life, I, even as a, as 11 year old boy, I just wanted my life to matter more than for mm. the next, uh, 70, 60, 70 years. And, and I gave my life to him. And in that same year I started playing guitar and I thought that when you learn to play guitar, the reason you learn to play guitar was you, is to write songs. So yeah. the minute I could play three chords, I wrote my first song and, wow. and it's, it's amazing to think that it's been such a part of my life, my whole life, guitar and writing songs haven't stopped since. So then fast forward a whole bunch of years, I started leading worship at a church in Los Angeles and started writing worship songs for my church. And those songs started finding their way in a lot of different places, evidently, and uh, yeah. amidst battles and wars yeah. and whatnot, which you can tell us about. And um, just still trying to do it to this day. I guess that's the short version. That's amazing. So you've really, your your profession has always been uh, related to the church and music then, it sounds like. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And um, just trying to... Um, bring, help people, you know, one of the powerful things, most powerful things about worship is it helps people declare the truth, you know, and every day we're combated with, um, to give up on our faith and to doubt and to turn away and to believe the lies of the enemy. I don't know about you, but I hear those lies. You, yep. know, you give up. You're nothing. Who do you think you are? And yep. 
and you're a failure and all mm-hmm. those kind of things. And But that's not what the Lord says about us. And he's nope. the God of hope and he's the God who is a father who wants the best for us and believes in us and empowers us. And so when you, when you sing, especially when you sing scripture, you're able to say, and you know, singing is powerful because it takes your whole being. It requires the muscles in your voice. It requires your mind and your body and, uh, and your heart and to declare that he is good. He is worthy, you know, we give you praise, Lord. You are the one who forgives sins. You're the one who died on the cross for me, who's coming back for me. You're saying all these true things, and it's it's powerful. So when I write songs, I try to make them very personal responses of worship to God so that the not me, but the other people, everyone else out there in the same action is declaring the truth over yeah. their life. Yeah, I love it. You've got a lot of uh, different musical influences. I mean, you from some sort of rock to sort of folk to like calypso, reggae kind of stuff in some of your music. Like, what's your uh, journey as a guitar player? Yeah, well, I think uh, just as a, I don't know, a personality trait or whatever. I just uh, I have a very eclectic taste, kind of in everything, like food, and I like to drive home a different way every day. I like variety. Yeah. So, you know, um, I grew up so grateful. Uh, my family would gather around the piano and sing hymns. In fact, the, I, my mom had a grand piano and I'd fall asleep under her grand piano listening to her play the hymns. Wow. And so I grew up with that. And then when I was a teenager, you know, I was listening to the radio and what was happening in the seventies and the Eagles and and uh, different groups like that, and then I started studying jazz guitar later. And I uh, Andre Crouch was a, a gospel yeah. artist that was a huge influence on me, and um, R and B and 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 then when I came to California, it's interesting. Uh, uh, there was a group in the '80s called Koinonia, and it had a, a lot yeah. of LA session players in it, and um, they were. Christians and they would play this amazing instrumental music. Well, one of the the guys, Justo Almario, the sax player in that group, was the one that kind of led me to my church. He was on the mm. worship team there. And anyways, just a world-renowned, to this day, go check him out, world-renowned, especially Latin jazz um, musician and soloist. And so so all these Latin jazz influences came to me when I when I came here and was learning these rhythms. So I, uh, I like to, I like to try to uh, influence people to worship God in lots of different ways. And yeah. I love the nations and I love the, the thought of, of all the different sounds. And even in revelation, it speaks of the nations coming before the throne. So I think God loves diversity and uh cultures and styles and so i try to keep that coming in all of my writing that's awesome you know speaking of the nations um this is a time a really unprecedented time that i can think of especially as a medical provider i i don't know that in fact i know that there's never been a time in my career when the whole world like every healthcare provider in the world is thinking about the same problem right now we're all dealing with covid19 and, and everybody's 
everybody on the planet is feeling the same stuff, right? We're isolated, we're alone, our, our jobs are turned upside down, our churches are closed. Like, like it's really affected every aspect of everybody's life. And so one of the reasons for the timing of me reaching out to you um, was that people, as they're feeling isolated, it's easy to feel alone and to hear those lies of the enemy. And one of those is that you don't matter to anybody you know, nobody's thinking about you. You're not important. And you wrote a song years ago called He Knows My Name. And the story behind that song, I think, might help people right now feel like, you know, God really does know your name. So can you tell us a little bit about that song? And Yeah. That is certainly one of the hugest lies of the enemy is to isolate and to think you're the only one and what you're going through, no one's ever gone through, and the loneliness you're experiencing, I think no one knows. And one of the most beautiful, powerful things of our Christian faith is that that the God of the universe who created everything that was and is and is to come personally knows us. Yeah. So my pastor wrote a, a sermon called He Knows My Name, so I... I wrote a song, a very simple song connected to that. But right after that, we went on a trip to the Philippines, and I was staying in an orphanage for three days there. Mm -hmm. And there was a little boy named Jerry who introduced himself to me. And Jerry was, he is, was amongst the poorest of the poor, very poor, and just abandoned as a baby and taken in by this Christian woman in this orphanage. Wow. And so he introduced himself to me. The next day he comes up to me and says, Tommy, what's my name? And I said, God, help me remember this orphan's name. I said, your name's Jerry. Yeah. And he said, we're friends, right? I said, oh. that's right, Jerry, we're friends. So then the next day he comes running up to me, Tommy, 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 what's my name? And I said, your name's Jerry. Uh, you know I know your name. And he smiled real big. And he says, we're friends, right? And I said, that's right, Jerry. And um, a few hours later, again, Tommy, what's my name? And then I realized that Jerry, being one of the most unknown people, I don't even know mm. if he knew his last name. Um, he just wanted to hear the sound of his name. Yeah, I mean, he wanted to know that he was known. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was able to tell him, Jerry, I know you. I, <laughs> You are my friend. I pray I never forget you, but there's one much greater than you, the one who created you. And by the, one, by the way, the one to, who doesn't consider you to be an accident or a problem, yeah. which some people had accused him of being, but the one who loves you eternally. And, and I've just been able to go to many places in the world and sing this song and remind people that you're not forgotten. Right. You know, people, you don't have to be a poor orphan in a developing nation to feel alone and to feel forgotten and to feel unknown, I mean, in your people, in their marriages, uh, in their family. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking right now in this crazy time, how many millions of people literally, you're alone in your yeah. home right now yeah. listening to this podcast. 
but you're not alone. And there's a God who knows you and loves you and is calling your name. And uh, you, you are precious, precious, hear me, precious to him. Yeah. And he does know your name. I mean, just to know that the God who made you knows your name. There's something so healing and so powerful in that. And um, so that's the story of the song. And it, it goes on and on. And it's, it's been amazing through the years to see how many actually orphanages have had choirs and meetings and they'll send me uh, stories and videos of people who would be in the forgotten category, even though we all feel forgotten that have been touched and sing that song. Wow. Well, it's, it's made an impact around the world and, and uh, it, uh, it's amazing to hear you tell it in your own words. Tommy, I appreciate you doing that. I have a He formed my time when I was in Iraq and we were leading worship and um, we made this little medley out of two songs, um, Paul Balash's Above All um, and your um, When All Is Said and Done. And we we would start worship with just this quiet time of, of uh, you know, he took the fall and thought of me above all. And when all is said and done and everyone is gone, Lord, you're really all I want. And uh, we would see these soldiers come in off the battlefield and they were they were armored up and they had their rifles and their helmets and their Kevlar and, and they were tight and, you know, intense. And, and we would see them start to relax and the, as worship played out and they would put their gun down and they would take their body armor off and they would take their helmet off and they would, and they would start to raise their hands. And then you could just see them like worship was the thing that got them out of battle mode and into relaxing and receiving mode. And I think people need to feel that right now. You know, like we've been in this battle, but we're worried about this virus and this stuff we can't see and we're being attacked and our economy's under fire and, and we need to worship, right? It's Good Friday. So, I mean, what, what does that say to you? Like, That's right. You know, it's an interesting thing about worship is, is when you, you know, we're speaking of a, a song that affirms that God knows us, but even when we just sing worship songs that just are directly vertical to God about how good he is, about great is his faithfulness and how powerful he is. Just songs that magnify and glorify him. And we fix our eyes on him and our attention on him. 
everything off of us and on him, how in the act of doing it, in the midst of doing that, God is healing us and assuring us of all those things and those attributes about him being true for us. And so, yes, as a worship leader, let me remind you to, to um, be a worshiper in this time. It It is quite a weapon, I'll tell you. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, the story of David and Goliath, you know, the, they, they say back in that, that day before the battle, the, they would call it boasting, you know, and the two leaders of the, yeah. would get up there and say, you think you're bad? We're, we're really bad. We're going to, you know, and David says, I come against you in the name of the Lord. He was, he was not speaking of his power, but God's power. And it was a story of God really fighting his battle for him through the declaration of God's power and goodness. So, yeah, get your worship music on or yeah. just worship. In fact, I, I'm going to do a, a live stream worship set tonight here in my house. And, cool. And uh, I just encourage that. Got to send me that link. We'll, we'll uh, send it out there to the folks. That's good. Um, where, what church are you with now, Tommy? It's a Foursquare Church in Los Angeles. It's just a generic name called Christian Assembly. It's actually an old church, over a hundred years old. Yeah, right here in Los Angeles. And um, just to show my age a bit, I've been there for thirty years. Wow. This yeah, the CA Worship Band. Those uh, those albums were a long time ago. So, and uh, what are y'all doing these days, uh, um, recording wise? Yeah. What's your next uh, project? Well. In 2015, I actually started a nonprofit just so that I could start giving away everything I do. So instead of trying to sell music anymore, which is hard to do anyways, but also because of my love for the nations, we just uh, started TommyWalkerMinistries.org. And then so you can get uh, charts and tracks to play with and anything that we have you can come to the website and just take it for free cool. and use it. And um, yeah, people from all over the world, praise God are taking advantage of it. And because we're working at building our donor base, anyone can take it for free. And so that's what I've been up to lately. You can hear and see the song. Most of them um, on YouTube. Some of my older songs were slowly making tracks available so people can lead them. And uh, anyways, since I've been quarantined here, uh, I, I'm, I have a, a third uh, hymns project I'm going to be doing in the fall, Lord willing. Yeah. <laughs> and I've like, literally been singing and working on hymns day and night for the last few weeks. And so that's, great. that's what's coming next. That's great. So um, if uh <laughs> Tommy Walker Ministries uh, is a nonprofit, then people can donate, right? Yes, sir. Tax deductible. So we'll put your links up. Uh, so anybody out there that's uh, wanting to spend some of their uh, spiritual gifts uh, uh, and funding on a really worthy cause, I think equipping worshipers across the globe would be a great uh, way to spend some of the gifts that God has given us. Uh, so we'll make sure we share that out to everybody around the world. Tommy, do you have a word for uh, how people are feeling, what people can, uh, scripture or something people can latch on to right now for us? I guess it's just one thing of I desired of the Lord that I will seek after that I may 
dwell in the dwell house of the, Lord. the Lord and gaze. I'm saying it wrong. Gaze upon the beauty of the Lord. Yeah. And uh, inquire his temple all the days of my life. I'm sorry I messed that up. But it's amazing. It's mainly where we set our gaze and fix our eyes, fix your eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. And just encourage you, you know, worshiping has a lot to do with gazing and looking. And just to, um, to I mean, you're all about, uh, I've heard your thing, you can't change your life till you change your mind. And yep. I have a, a song called Let's Think About Our God. Mm-hmm. And, um, and to think about him and ponder and meditate and and to ultimately, I, think, I guess what I'm saying, don't forget the weapon that worship is yeah. and to really worship him every day in the midst of this um, this uh, virus. No, that's perfect. Well, I, uh, I asked you for about half an hour. We're right at that now. And uh, I'm really grateful, Tommy, to kind of meet you face-to-face uh, digitally. I love this technology. We're able to connect with folks in a really unprecedented way. And um, I think your story is going to help a lot of people. Well, um, I don't know if the right word is congratulations or all glory to God, but it's sure great that you're having such a growing reach all over the world. And thank you. And um, and it's so beautiful to to see once again how God is uh, redeeming in so many ways your your grief and your mm-hmm. loss and pain. Yeah. And uh, I pray that for anybody listening now that he is he's the great redeemer and wants to redeem even this crazy virus and uh, praying that he'll bring good out of it and revival out of it and that's right and blessing and healing out of it so yeah you wrote a song uh, morning into dancing that kind of covers that same idea right that's right uh, yeah, yeah. That's right. man that's perfect tommy walker um Long time favorite uh, worship leader, songwriter of mine, and uh, now a new friend. And uh, thank you so much for your time today, Tommy. Honored to be here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. God bless you, my brother. Thank you. Well, that was a great conversation with Tommy Walker. I hope you uh, were blessed by his words and his music. I love that he recorded that song for us. I'm going to play it again uh, at the end. uh, Once I fade the show um, soundtrack, Uh, I'll play that again just so you can have it. Tommy Walker, um, just just great. He knows your name. Listen, friend, in times of trouble, don't forget that your God knows your name. He is with you, and you are never alone. Isaiah 43, 1 through 3 says this, But now, O Jacob, listen to the Lord who created you. O Israel, the one who formed you says, Do not be afraid, for I have ransomed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you, for I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. God knows your name, friend. So let that ease your loneliness and start today. 
Okay, thanks for listening. The Dr. Lee Warren Podcast is listener-supported. Check out patron.podbean.com slash Dr. Lee Warren, patron.podbean.com slash Dr. Lee Warren. Patrons and partners get free books, transcripts, special patron-only episodes, and more. And partners like you allow us to stay ad-free and keep growing. And please subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and share it with your friends. Hey, you can go to my website, wleewarnmd.com, for more information about my letter, the show, my books, and more. And stay tuned for all kinds of special things coming starting in September. Uh, please be praying about my new book. It should be going to contract negotiations with publishers in the next few weeks. I'd love for you to be praying about that. Currently called Hope is the First Dose, the treatment plan for life's hardest things. I would covet your prayers, so thank you so much. Hey, check out the newsletter, wleewarnmd.com slash newsletter. That's where this community really has sprung up around the world, people connecting with each other, with us, wleewarnmd.com slash newsletter. Every Sunday since 2014, I give you my best prescriptions for how to change your mind and change your life through the power of self-brain surgery. And the theme music for the show is Water Into Wine by Tommy Walker, graciously provided for free by Tommy and Eileen and the great people over at Tommy Walker Ministries who are changing the world one worship song at a time. You can get the music for free and consider supporting Tommy's great work. Play it, Tommy, right here. I love that look. TommyWalkerMinistries.org. TommyWalkerMinistries.org. Don't forget to stream their newest album, Highest Praises, right there. If you need prayer, go to the prayer wall at wleewarnmd.com slash prayer. And even if you think you don't need prayer, you do. But you also could join us and pray for other people there. You can publish a prayer request anonymously, one for just me and Lisa and Tata to see, or for everybody with your name. You'll get an email every time somebody prays for you. It's super encouraging. wleewarnmd.com slash prayer. Remember, friend, you can't change your life until you change your mind. And you have to start today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren. I'll talk to you soon. Stay around because we're going to play Tommy Walker's beautiful Dr. Lee Warren podcast only version of He Knows My Name in just a sec. God bless you, friend. Have an amazing day. I call